I really try and think about boundaries now as less about keeping someone or something out and much more about what am I keeping in for myself. Today's podcast episode is a solo one and I'm sharing with you some of the life lessons that the year 2023 has gifted me with. Over the last couple of weeks, I've had this ongoing list opened in my journal where I've just been adding life lessons in no particular order, but just kind of as they drop in and come to mind for me, because I wanted to create a list of 23 life lessons from the year 2023. And so I will share all 23 of these life lessons that came to me, but I'm going to do it over a few episodes because I think it would be probably a bit much to sit down and go through each and every one in one episode. I know everyone is really time poor and I'm sure a lot of you will be able to relate to a lot of the stuff that I'm going to cover. So again, these life lessons are in no particular order at all, but let's get stuck into it. Just quickly, a word from today's sponsors. Unless, of course, you're one of our Venti members. In that case, there are no ads and your episode is about to keep playing. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Number one, do not be afraid to pursue something different. That has been a huge one for me throughout this year because this has been the year that I decided, you know what, I'm actually going to become a proper student. I say proper student, but I don't know if that's true. I have really found it hard the last couple of weeks to actually get my study in, but I have enrolled. I am a student and I am studying to complete a diploma of counseling. I had someone message me or perhaps comment on Instagram not too long ago, and they were asking the question, am I not afraid of making a career change at this age. And I was a little bit surprised at that comment or DM. I can't remember which one it was, but my initial reaction was like, no, I'm not afraid because I think I have a lot of life to live. You know, fingers crossed, I've got a lot of years left in me. And why not try something different? We all have different beliefs surrounding afterlife or reincarnation or what we're here to do. But I tend to think, look, we've got one life. Why not try and experience a variety of things? I'm really thankful that when I reflect on the path that I have had in terms of work, that I have had a chance to experience a variety of different things. 
I left school when I was 15, 16, I must've been 16. And I completed a apprenticeship in hairdressing. And I'm so glad that I did that. And at the same time, as soon as I completed that apprenticeship, I was like, right, I am out of there. I want to be a flight attendant. So I was on to the next thing. And I've always just followed whatever stepping stones I could, never really with a massive intention of where I was going. You know, podcasting is what I would say is my full-time job. And the reason it's my full-time job is because you can monetize a podcast through advertising. And I'm fortunate enough that I can do that. So podcasting is my primary source of income It's something I'm incredibly passionate about. I feel so lucky, so, so incredibly lucky to do it. And at the same time, 10 years ago, I would never have predicted that that was an option for me. So in terms of pursuing something different, I'm not afraid to pursue something different at all. And one of the reasons I wanted to pursue something different is because I predict that the next version of me, because we're always becoming a new version of ourself, will want to keep you know, making a difference. That's something that I want to do, whether that's making a small difference by sharing something in a podcast that is helpful or insightful, um, or whether it's on a completely different scale. And when I think about counseling, I think I could make a difference in someone's life on a one-on-one basis. And I'm particularly excited about counseling because I'm going to be specializing as well in teens And my boys are going to become teenagers, so that's going to be helpful for me as well as a personal skill. And with studying, I have felt so lit up and so like I am on the right path. And so I'm not afraid to try something new. And I do recognize I'm in a privileged position to be able to try something new um, in terms of I could afford to enroll and do this. I can afford the space and time, she says through gritted teeth, because I am struggling with space and time at the moment. But it's not to say that I don't recognize I'm fortunate enough to go, oh, yes, I can try something different. Because if you're in a different situation, and your back is up against the wall, and you don't have other options, then that's a completely different conversation. But I don't want you to be afraid to try something different because of fear. Like what is the actual fear that is stopping you from trying something new and to encourage you to like give yourself the space to actually grow and change and life whilst, you know, sometimes it feels like, you know, you blink and a whole year is gone. Life is long and why not try something different? Try and, you know, better your skill set or increase your skill set, not necessarily better it, but just broaden is probably the word that I am looking for. And if you are feeling afraid of trying something different, I really invite you to get honest with yourself as to what is the fear? Are you afraid that you are incapable of doing it? And where does that come from? Is that a limiting belief from childhood? Are you afraid of being successful at something, which I know sounds really, really stupid, but I think sometimes people actually are afraid of that sensation of feeling successful or feeling happy because perhaps you don't feel worth it. There have been times in my relationship where Brennan will say to me, you know that you're allowed to be happy, right? 
And that's a whole other conversation and perhaps a whole other life lesson that I will get into. But what is the fear that is holding you back? And can you talk to it logically rather than staying stuck in that fear and that freeze place? Next up, number two. This has been the year for me that I have developed so much more comprehension and understanding of coercive control. I know that it is a term that gets used so much more frequently nowadays, much like narcissism and gaslighting and all of those sorts of things. But actually this year for me, truly understanding how dangerous, how insidious, how prevalent coercive control is, has been a game changer for me personally in processing really difficult things just for myself. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Number three. And I'm going to put number three right after coercive control because number three is take a swing. And what I mean by take a swing, that's all I've got written down here is like, take a swing is, and I'll explain why I've kind of linked that with coercive control in a moment, but take a swing. I have really stopped myself throughout times in my life at different stages for different reasons, but I have stopped myself from actively pursuing things that I want for fear of not being smart enough, for fear of rejection, for fear of making a fool of myself. And taking a swing to me this year has been about reaching out to guests for the podcast that I admire and I am intimidated by, and I am unsure that I am worthy of their time. And I'm certainly not sure that I have the intelligence level to converse with these people. And the reason I link that with coercive control is because for me, a guest that was like on my dream guest list was Laura Richards, also known as the crime analyst. And I had her on the podcast this year and she like today commented on one of my Instagram posts and I still get this wave of like, oh my goodness, I can't believe that Laura Richards follows me and she knows I even exist. But taking a swing for me meant that I would talk logically back to those thoughts and fears and I would go, yes, those thoughts and fears feel very real and they still exist and I can take an action that is different to those thoughts and fears and I can take a swing and I can send the email, which is like so low risk, really. Like what's the worst thing that can happen? But take a swing, invite the guest on, make myself uncomfortable, stretch myself and see how it goes. And that was a huge one for me this year. There have been a few guests that I've had on the podcast that I really, truly have felt out of my depth with before conversing with them. And then afterwards, I have felt so proud and so 
full. Like my cup has just been really, really full from those moments of actually taking a swing. And that is why it's a big life lesson for me this year. I don't want to live a life where I'm not at least taking a swing and taking a risk and seeing what can be achieved. Number four, boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Oh my goodness. This has been a huge thing for me this year. Boundaries for myself, boundaries in relationships, boundaries work-wise, boundaries with the kids, boundaries in every area of life. If I don't have boundaries, then I have resentment. And resentment is such a horrible experience to live with. So I've really had to lean into, okay, where can I mitigate resentment How can I live a life that feels good for me? How can I really, really practice boundaries and actually verbalize them and hold them firmly? So some boundaries are like boundaries that I've only realized I have needed because of a difficult situation. You know, an example I will share with you is in watching my partner, in watching Brendan go through his fighting journey. He has fought MMA. That has been a really interesting experience for me as a partner. And I've had to learn what my boundaries are in terms of my capability of supporting that and working out, okay, if this, then what? And that's interesting. So like saying to your partner, like, if this for you, like if this is something you need to do, then I need to work out what my personal boundaries are. And I've landed on personal boundaries and I've been able to communicate them and they've been received lovingly, which is perhaps the best part. And that's been huge for me. So boundaries in relationships, boundaries with kids, There have definitely been so many moments throughout this year where I have just felt so collapsible. And I think that is unfortunately part of the mothering experience, but having certain boundaries with the boys, you know, like don't come and talk at me while I'm in the shower, please. You know, don't yell out to me if you're upstairs and I'm downstairs or just in a separate room altogether. Those little boundaries actually go a really, really long way. And then you can go further, boundaries at work, like just really owning where is it in life that you're feeling uncomfortable? What is causing you stress? What is causing you distress? And can you take any responsibility by drawing a boundary? I really try and think about boundaries now as less about keeping someone or something out and much more about what am I keeping in for myself? Number five for today's episode and for um, this will be the last one I share in this episode today, but number five, the life lesson I have written down is to really understand that all of the individuals in my life have their own personal weather system. And what I mean by that is as someone who is sensitive and empathetic, like even in the podcast episode I did with my mum, and I asked her what my weaknesses are straight up. She was like sensitivity. I am and always have been a very emotional person and I take things personally and I feel deeply and it's exhausting and I wish I could turn it off. 
But this year, especially, I've really had to remind myself, okay, every individual that I love and not even the ones that I love, just people that come into my orbit, they all have their own personal weather system and to be mindful of it. Because if I'm not mindful of their personal weather system, I take it on. So if someone comes into my orbit and they have a particularly gloomy and cloudy weather system for that day for whatever reason, I will have in the past and sometimes still now taken that on board. Like if someone around me has been frantic or stressed, I feel it in my body too. I absorb it. And with kids, we do that a lot. There's that really well-known saying about how, oh, as parents, we're only as happy as our least happy child or something along those lines. And I definitely have complicated feelings about that sentiment. And I also understand it as well, because when your kids are going through something, oh my goodness, it is so hard to separate and untangle yourself from what they are going through. Like if I am worried that the boys are not having a good day at school or that they're nervous, they're anxious about something, I do find it really hard to disconnect from that, but it has been a huge practice for me this year for so many reasons, and I've definitely gotten better at it. I've gotten better at going, oh, hang on, Kylie, manage your own weather system, do a little bit of a quick check, a quick scan of your own experience and how you're feeling and look after your weather system. And I think that that is truly responsible. And when you are responsible for your own emotional experience, your own weather system, let's call it that, being responsible for that actually makes you response-able to the people that you love. You can respond in a better, more efficient, more loving, more like just a better way all round. So being responsible for your weather system encourages you to be response-able. You can meet their needs in a better way and help them through their hard moments. So I will keep going with this list of 23 life lessons from the year of 2023 for me personally. And I hope that some of them land with you. And I'm sure, like I'm sure that some of them will have to. I would love to hear from you. Feel free to slide into my DMs over on social media. You can find me at Kylie Lately. I also have TikTok now. I really don't know what I'm doing over there. Um, But if you happen to have TikTok, come on over to TikTok as well. Uh, If not, I'll see you on Instagram and stay tuned for part two of the Life Lessons series. If you're not yet a a podcast subscriber, make sure you check out our Apple subscription as well. Today's podcast episode was recorded on the land of the Bunjalung Nation. In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, Fresh. 